Hey friends, you're listening to Project Me, the podcast. I'm your host, Destiny O'Rourke, college and career coach for Bowling Green High School, where I strive to provide first-hand college and career experiences for you, my students, so that you can be better informed of your post-secondary options and ultimately live a high quality of life. Please enjoy today's show. I am so excited to be joined by none other than the Julia Rivas, who worked in the education department for WKU. Welcome to the show. It is so good to have you here. Thank you so much for the invitation. I love it. Oh my goodness. Okay, so will you start by telling us uh, about your job and what you do and just describe your daily tasks to us? Excellent. Okay, like you said, my name is Julia Rivas. And my big title is the Recruitment Coordinator for Equity and Diversity in Teaching. So that's a long title just to say that I am the recruiter specialized in diversity students. So I recruit students into the teaching programs. However, I serve um, as the recruiter in general. Like I love talking about WKU and the different programs that we have. It doesn't specifically have to be about teaching, but I just love uh, to help students kind of like finding what they want, their interests, or, and, and, and help them guide through the college process. So cool. How did you decide to get into this field? So it wasn't something that, you know, I, like I wanted to do. It just happened, and how it happened was with me being a, I was a Hispanic. Um, I'm Hispanic. I am from El Salvador. So when I came and I came to one Central High School, and I graduated there, I w- I knew I wanted to come to college. I just didn't know exactly what. So uh, I was able to manage my way through college. It was difficult uh, because I am also a first generation student. So I felt like I have to jump a lot of hoops to get to, you know, to where I wanted to go. So to make it short, uh, I changed several ma- majors. So my first major was psychology. Then <clears throat> I switched it to uh, um, math teacher. <clears throat> so I, I knew that I wanted to do something in helping people to be better. I knew that for sure. So uh, then things happened with the, my, my math education program. And I felt like that was that I needed to change again. So then I found this. Um, I graduated with my bachelor's in interdisciplinary studies. So that's a broader um, bachelor's degree that Western has. And then I found a job at Western uh, through the Alive Center. So helping students, the OKU students, um, volunteer, helping them uh, finding volunteer opportunities. And then eventually found this position. And in this position, there was a master's program, uh, a master's degree required. So I went ahead and, and did the student affairs program. Um, so again, I found my passion for education. Education gave me so much, uh, changed me personally, changed me professionally. So I knew that I wanted to help students uh, 
specifically uh, students from diverse backgrounds, help them find their way into college, uh, be a guide for them. So that's how I made my way here. I see. And you talked a little bit about your education and training, which is really cool. I, I wanted to ask you, how do you continue your education? How do you continue learning for your job? So it's, it's interesting because by being a WQ employee, uh, there are so many things. Uh, there's so many workshops that you can attend uh, that different centers, you know, organize. Uh, so whatever you're interested in, like, I feel like I, 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 I can find something. Uh, there's several workshops on technology. You know, technology is a big thing now. So, you know, you can attend uh, some of those. There's some in, um, counseling. Uh, also, we, we, we have, since we work with students, we, we are, um, you know, we're welcome to, we're encouraged to, also learn a little bit more about that uh, and how to work with students when they're having difficulties. Um, and then another plus is that I, you also get you also get to take some classes at no cost. So, which is a big one. And I'm I'm starting myself another master's because of that. Taking advantage of that opportunity is such a great opportunity. And, 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 you know, because college is expensive, can be expensive. So I just feel so blessed to be able to say, you know, I, I can continue my education. I can be better. I can be whatever I want, take any degree, uh, any program that Western has, and, 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 you know, and I'll be okay. So I'm starting this fall. I, I have started my second master's in clinical uh, counseling. So I'm very excited for that opportunity. It is so important to continue learning. And I think it's great that you are taking advantage of those opportunities and, uh, and will use those, no doubt, to continue changing the world. Definitely. So what do you love about your career? The best thing about it is that I get to talk to students. And, and I get to talk to them of, of the things like, what do you want to be in the future? How do you see yourself? You know, and I, and I get um, a lot of students tell me, I'm not sure. And I'm like, that's completely fine. Because I was there. I didn't know exactly what I wanted to do. But, you know, I get to tell them there's so many opportunities that we have here and how throughout each semester you're able to change and you find yourself becoming a different person, a more educated, a more rounded person, and you get to meet people from all over the world. You get to make new friends. You get to make uh, connections like professors, you know, from different countries also, you know. And, and so that's, it's, that's, to me, that's beautiful, just to, to be able to talk about, but let's imagine, these are all the things that you can do, you know, on, and all you need to do is study, you know, work hard at it, because it's not easy. You, you and me know it. It's not easy. But everything that's good is supposed to, to cost you something, right? So, so it's, that's what I love about it. It's just to be able to connect to students, be able to 
maybe motivate them, tell them these are the options and feel free to contact me if you have any questions. Uh, I have students that, you know, have little uh, problems here and there at Western, like, okay, if I don't know the answer, I am sure that I can find somebody else that's able to help you. So that's, that's what I love about it, is that I'm able to help, I'm able to guide, I'm able to, to be that person that maybe I didn't have when I was here. What are some challenges you face in your career and what are some challenges faced by your industry? Oh, so in, in my career, I can think back as, as, as a college student. There were several challenges. And one of the biggest ones for me was not being able to pay for, for my education out of pocket. Um, when I started, I didn't have the immigration status to, to, uh, to take uh, financial aid. So I couldn't apply for FAFSA. I couldn't, I, could, I couldn't have applied, but I wouldn't be able to get any financial aid because back then I wasn't a resident and I wasn't a, a U.S. citizen. So that was the most frustrating thing for me. Um, deep inside, I knew. I knew that I wanted to be a professional. I knew that I wanted to come to college and to Western. Uh, I just didn't know how I was going to pay for it. So I remember my first year, my first semester, my brother and my dad paid for it. And back then it was $3,000 per semester. <laughs> now it's, it's $5,000. So, um, and they were able to pay for it. Uh, however, the following semester, they told me we, it, they had a little business and, and they had some trouble in the business. So they couldn't pay for it anymore. So I felt so heartbroken. Uh, and, and, and I was like, no, I'm, I'm not going to give up. I'm going to continue to ask for help. So then I started working at, uh, at Moss Middle School as an ESL teacher aide. And in that position, I met a wonderful uh, person, uh, Mr. Ramey. He, he was the ESL teacher. So he, he told me, he was like, you know, you will be a good teacher. And I said, yes, I would love to teach. I like math. I would love to teach math or I would love to work with ESL students. He was like, well, why don't you do that? And I said, you know, because of the money. So to make it short, he was able to connect me with other people at Western. Uh, and I was able to find my way into um, getting private scholarships. So since then, I apply, apply, and that's what I tell students all the time. I apply to every single scholarship that you see, even if you think you're not gonna be able to get it. Uh, but if you, fit, if you fit the basic re requirements, go ahead and apply. Go ahead and write letters. Ask people. You know, people know other people that you don't know. So, and, and I'm, gonna, I'm not gonna lie, every semester I will cry because I wasn't sure if I was going to be able to pay that semester. But every semester I paid every bit of it without any debt. And there were times that I even had some money leftovers. Uh, and, and I remember I bought my first laptop. Um, so, so it is hard work, but, um, but again, you have to put the, the, the work into it and, and you'll see that 
you find the way. It, it, everything gets aligned. So financial, financial was one thing for me. And then another one will be finding a sense of belonging here. Being, being Hispanic, you don't see, now you see more. Western is much more diverse than it was, uh, what, 10, 10 years ago uh, when I went to, to college here. Um, so, so now things are better. Uh, but it was harder for me. Like I wanted to find a little club. I wanted to find people that look like me, professors that look like me. I was able to find one. His name is Fabian Alvarez. And he has, the, since, since my first class that I had with him, it's like, oh my goodness. He's, he's like me, you know, like I felt that connection. Like he has, he's a professional. I can be like him one day. Like I wanted to speak like him. I wanted to present myself like him. So he, he was my, one of my motivations as well. So, so now we, we get to work together in, a diff, in different other programs, inspiring other, other students. So, so it is great. So, but yeah, those are the challenges that I faced throughout my career. You have such an incredible story. Gosh, thank you for sharing that. Oh, thank you. What other types of professionals do you work with in order to make your job happen? So I am so blessed that my, my job, my title requires to work with people. So I'm constantly working with principals at high schools, working with awesome people like you, guidance counselor, career coaches, uh, working with students, but also with other faculty. So uh, other area of my job is that I'm supposed to do, to create events and uh, for students that are already here. So for those events, I, I am constantly requesting speakers. So finding awesome people that can inspire uh, students and that can also provide you know, any other skills for them. So like talking about this, this semester, we're gonna be talking, I have one event that, that's gonna be focused on technology in education. I have another one that's going to be talking about the different uh, exams that you need to take and pass to, so you can become a teacher and, and finding resources for those. So, so connecting with other professionals in different areas like that, it is, also, it is a blessing for me because I also get to learn from them, you know, and that's, that's beautiful. I think we all uh, can, should be learning from each other. So, so that's, that's a great class that I have. What skills does someone need in order to be successful in your career? I think that you have to work hard. In anything that you do, you have to work hard. Um, but as I, in my field, in this position, you, it, it requires a master's degree in some time related to education. So. Um, student affairs, uh, maybe sociology would work. So there's so many other programs that, that uh, if you have the skill to work with people, uh, you know, you, you'll be fine. So presenting yourself as a person that get things done um, and, and that you're able to connect with, with other people. I think that those, those skills would also, uh, to, to also help you but also um, having a passion for education. Since you're, gonna, you're going to be 
as a recruiter, you're going to be talking to people um, about, you know, the programs that you offer, about the things that, um, that involves to be in, in college, uh, college life and all that. So I think that you have people sense if you have a passion. So, so yeah, I think those, those will be some qualifications for my job. How do you balance your career and your life? That's a big one. That's a big one. And it's, I think it's, it's a, a learning process. I am so much better now. Uh, but when I started it, um, it was, it was to learn. I, 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 what I will say is you need to get to learn, to, to, to know yourself, the things that you like, the things that you enjoy, um, as a way to, to make you feel better, to release stress. So for me now, uh, since I, I handle several things, um, I work full time. I'm also, I, I also have a family. I have two kids. I have a wonderful husband. Um, so, so in order for me to handle my house, the cooking, the getting ready for school with the kids and, and managing my work is that I need to have time for me. So to set up, a time for me, like I do that in the morning. I have a, a practice that um, I get up like 30 minutes early and I like to pray, um, you know, so, so whatever, finding whatever um, devo de devotion you have, your higher, your higher self. Uh, so maybe starting your day with something positive, maybe reading something. So I like to start, I have a devotional that, that I read. And then I like to meditate. So that may be something uh, new for our students, but meditation, and it's becoming more popular now because there are studies that says that if you meditate, uh, finding some time to breathe, just to breathe, it goes a long way. Like it, it helps you throughout the day, it calms you down, it makes you happier, it releases decreases your anxiety or, or, or any emotional imbalances that you may have. So I like to meditate for at least 10 to 15 minutes in the morning. So every day. And then I exercise. So I am, uh, I love dancing. Being Hispanic, I grew up dancing. So that is something that I go to the gym and, and, and I am also a swimming instructor. So I have no option. I have to go and I have to dance and I have to put my happy face <clears throat> and sure, uh, you know, and just have fun. So I could go in to the gym and be all stressed out and be tired. But once I finish my 50 minutes of Zumba, I'm like renewed. I'm like, oh my goodness, I needed that so bad. Uh, so finding an exercise. Uh, some type of exercise and again you have to start to to try new things maybe you find you find something that you like uh there's so many things that you can do there's zumba there's yoga there is i mean just playing soccer basketball outside just running walking outside uh in nature doing things in nature um so so yeah that's what keeps me balanced exercising my spiritual practice and spending time with my family. I started meditating 
more regularly about two months ago, and I can feel the difference throughout the day and in those moments when I need to steal away for a little breathing. It has done wonders in my life. Yes, yes. Is that I feel that society makes us feel like we need to be get up and go, get up and do this. There's so many things, boom, 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 get them done. It's like we need to come back to also to our breath. You know, I just take the time to just maybe do nothing, but just be there. And it sounds silly, you know, uh, but it, it works wonders. Definitely it does. So I know that in my own personal and professional life, I deal with uh, this struggle and students, um, uh, tend to deal with this in class and just in their lives as well. So I always like to ask, you know, how do you overcome self-doubt? Oh, yes. Oh, yeah. I have dealt, and I, I'm still dealing with that. That's a, again, that's a learning process. I feel like the older, older that we get and, and the better things you put into your head, like you read, you get yourself educated, those things are going to make things better. But for me, uh, it will be positive self-talk. Like when I notice myself feeling like, oh, you can do that. Um, example, uh, when I started college, there were so many doubts in my head. Being an ESL kid, uh, learning still the English language. My first in uh, language is Spanish. So I was like, oh my God, I know, I know college is going to be hard. And I know it's, you know, I, I won't be able to do it. Maybe, what if I fail? You know, I'm going to, my dad, my dad is going to feel so, um, so bad about me. Like I'm not going to make them proud uh, and all these things. And I was like, no, I'm just going to work hard. I can do this. Uh, I, the university has so many supports uh, systems, you know, like I, I used to go to the writing center all the time and that will help me with my writing. So, so feeling positive and having having the necessity to not give up. I feel like that's one of the things that keep, kept, kept me going. And also now it's like, I, you know, I can do this. I'm not able to speak in front of people. I am not, and, and I'm like, no, yes, you can. Yes, you can. Other people do it. Then why, if they do it, why, why won't I be able to do it? So I'm like, and I, and I think, you know, like they're just human beings just like I am. And if I mess up, it's going to be fine. You know, we just laugh about it and continue. So listening to podcasts, reading different books, uh, also um, making friends, making connection to people that can teach you something. So positive people, people that maybe have already done what you wanted to do asking questions, finding mentors, people that inspire you. Um, I mean, now we have everything in our, in, you know, in our cell phones, like social media is there, but be careful with what you see in social media, who you follow. Uh, find people that could inspire you, that uh, kind of motivates you to be like them in a positive way, you know? So watching, making sure of what you're seeing and what you're hearing, what you're talking, 
it's not negative. Um, you have to be careful because whatever you think, whatever you talk about, you spend time in, is it's something that you cannot attract to your life. So surround yourself with positive things, happy things, um, and, and, and believing in yourself and thinking if other people can do it, I can do that and I can do more. So good. So what do you still want to accomplish professionally? Yes, I feel like I am a forever learner. Every day we should be learning something new. So my next steps um, will be becoming a clinical counselor where I can probably help more directly my Hispanic community. And, other, and others as well. Like I see myself um, working with the schools more, maybe working with uh, students uh, in, in a more, of, more direct personal setting. So I would love to do that. I would love to, to learn the skills to, to be able to communicate people and, and give them tools, give them techniques to feel better. Because I feel like emotion, um, mental, the mental health aspect we don't talk a, a lot about that um now we're starting starting to talk more about it and i feel like there's some so much uh demand that um and so much need we need in, uh, uh people of diverse background to be in these fields uh, i feel like we don't have enough of anything in any field <laughs> So, so yes, we need more students to be professionals and, and to, to help others. So I, I see myself doing that. Um, I also see myself continue to, to be a, a, in the fitness area as well, like motivating people, exercising with other people, uh, doing yoga, doing, doing Zumba with them, sharing uh, a little bit of, of you know, of that, um, I would love to write a book. One day, I would love to write a book uh, to share, I don't know, some healthy tips that help me um, and just anything that had to do with, with motivating others. Sign me up. I'll be first in line to get my signed copy. I can't oh. wait. <laughs> I think you're so fantastic. And um, I know, you know, it, you're exactly right. We need to have more mental health conversations. We need to make sure that folks know who to go to and that those folks are representative um, of their own cultures and, and things. And it just, I'm, I'm so inspired hearing you say those things. And, um, you know, I love that you're in our school and I want to have you in our school more regularly. I think sharing your story and talking with our students is so powerful. So um, we'll definitely yeah. have to get together on that front. Yes, I would love to. So what do you wish you had known about your career or life in general when you were in high school? Uh, I guess the first thing that comes to my mind is that everything will be okay. Uh, I used to get so worried, but that's, that's what humans do, right? We worry so much, but I needed to trust more that everything will be okay. Everything was going to work out. Um, I guess uh, also knowing that 
that I can I can pick a fill and that if I work hard enough, I can make it through. Um, that what else are things that I would have known, would have liked to know. Um, that there's there's so many help at, at the college level. So many help. Like if I need help, I feel I'm feeling sad. I want to talk to a professional about it. I there there is a center I can go to. Um, I need help with my uh, assignments. There's the math center if I need help with math. There is the writing center um, that I can connect with people. In you know, and that people are here. They want to help you. They want to help you. So, so knowing that um, that I can find assistance and that I am not alone in this in the process, you know, I think would have helped me more. That is huge. Being able to build a community of support and encouragement works like none other. So, what is the sincere hope you have for high school students in our community? Wow. Oh, I, there's so much I want to tell them. Believe in yourself, work hard, think about becoming uh, a professional. Uh, the world needs more and more of us. You know, they have to think that they also have a responsibility, you know, with, with the world, not just with the country now. It's, you know, we need more leaders that are educated and that can make better, uh, you know, can, can make good decisions. So, so to not be afraid, to dream big. Yes, please see yourself, uh, not as a nerd, but see yourself as, as a doctor, you know. See yourself as the CEO. See yourself as the president of your organization. Uh, you know, we, of course, we need to make, we, need, we start as, at, you know, at the bottom and, and we make our way up, but, but do not be afraid to, to, to think, to dream big and to ask for help. Please ask for help and do, the, do, do that essay, do that, do that scholarship essay. I find other students that they don't want to write essays for the scholarship. You know, you can't have your, your, your whole college career paid for if you just put a little effort into it. So dream big, work hard, ask for help, regardless of what help it is. If it's financial help with scholarship, if it's help with, I don't understand this, this I didn't understand anything in class, can you help me? Yes, ask for help, ask questions, and, and, and yeah, just believe in yourself. Julia, this has been so cool. So I wanted to just let students know that um, you've said that they have ways that they can connect with you. So will you tell us a little bit about those opportunities to connect? Yes, yeah, so I'm gonna be visiting schools. Uh, so I, I, I have a schedule that I'll be visiting schools. So let's see, in Bowling Green High School, I am going to be in Club Rush, which is uh, September 1st, so Wednesday, September 1st, I'll be there. I'm also going to have a, a, a table during lunch uh, on September 10th. That's a Friday. Uh, another lunch table on September 24th. So these are some ways I'm also planning to be in, in 
at your school for the career fair on November 17th. So that's one way. So look, look during those uh, things, you can look for me. I would love to talk to you. But another way that you can contact me, if you want to talk about college, if you want to talk about anything that has to do with higher education or, or assistance in, in general, uh, you can contact me by phone. My office number is 270-745-2996. Uh, you can also contact me via email. It's, uh, it's my first name, last name, at wqu.edu, so that is that would be Julia, J-U-L-I-A, that Rivas, R-I-V-A-S, at wku.edu, social media. My program, my WKU program, we have uh, Instagram, and we also have a Facebook account, so you can look it up by recruitment, no, it is Equity and Diversity in Teaching Program. The WKU Equity and Diversity, Diversity in Teaching Program. So I would love some, that some of you contact me and we can have an awesome conversation about your future. I am here to help. Students, please take advantage of that. It's a, she is just a wonderful wealth of wisdom and knowledge and opportunities. Okay, so we're getting to the end of our time together, and I've got a lightning round of five questions if you're open to that. Sure. Okay, let's do it. So question number one, what high school did you go to and what was its mascot? Oh, Warren Central High School Dragons. Question number two, what was your first ever job? Oh, Burger King in New Jersey, uh, fast food restaurant, yes. Question number three, when you got your first big kid job, how did you splurge with your first paycheck? Ooh, I will say that I gave some to my parents. So I always made a promise to myself that in every job that I will start, I will give some money of my first paycheck to my parents. That is so beautiful. <laughs> uh, question number four, what is the most random training experience or class that you've had or heard of? Oh, I have to do some thinking. Random class that I have taken. E, random class or experience that I have had. Yeah, or even job experience or training experience. Something that's just been like so off the wall. Mm, you got me on that one. Uh, let's say workshop. I'm thinking about a workshop. Um, I can think of any. <laughs> <laughs> that's okay that's okay okay uh question number five what educator made the most significant impact on your life and how are you paying it forward so i talked about fabian alvarez so i, I had to he's my he's he was in my college career but in my uh ele elementary school years there was this 
a professor. So, so I lived in New Jersey. So, um, in my during my sixth in my sixth grade, math teacher. Uh, he was Mr. Dominic. I can think of his last name now. But anyway, he he was the first per math teacher that told me you're good at math. You are really good at math. Um, so, and he will make jokes in class. He will mention my name. Um, so I, he's, he, he made a, a purpose. He made, you know, he went above his weights to kind of create that connection with me. And, and he also offered to, to give me classes at, in the morning before, before school started. So he knew I wasn't good at math, but he, because I needed to take, I needed that support. So just by him, he, and he will, uh, I, you know, I took some cl morning classes with him and he, he will tell me, oh, you're doing so much better. You will be, you are so good at math. You're good at math. So that, that gave me the idea of I could be a good math teacher. Like, you know, like he told me I could, I believed it. But here at Western, uh, Fabian Alvarez, uh, Mr. Fabian Alvarez, English professor, like I said, is like he's he inspired me. He being with him being a Latino, and I wanted to to be like him. I wanted to be a professional. I wanted to connect with students or or be be somebody, uh, you know, in, in the field. So so he really inspired me, and and I talk about him all the time as well. The way that I make it, paying it forward is by every time I talk to students and, and tell them, you know, you can do it, you know, and especially when they tell me, oh, I don't know, I'm not a good writer, classes are hard. It's like, if I did it, ESL student, if I did it, you can do it too. So, so I like to, I love encouraging others to, to believe in, your, in themselves and, 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 and to, you know, and to be better. So I love that. Julia, it's been an absolute joy talking with you today. Thank you for sharing your time and your wisdom with us. Oh, no, thank you. I loved it. Thank you so much. Thank you for listening to the show. Don't forget to check out the show notes where you can read a bio to find out more about our guest. This podcast is designed to connect. So if you're looking to interview our guest on your own or see what other career exploration opportunities they can provide, you'll find that information in the show notes as well. Don't ever be shy about connecting, friends. Remember, you are building your future. We're just here to help. <laughs>